Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to The Art Box, recorded in beautiful Virgin Valley, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, Mesquite, Nevada, and find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com. Hosting today's episode is Rochelle Knight and Steve Dudrow. Let's go have some fun. Welcome to The Art Box. Today we present 10 Minutes with Americans for the Arts. We will be talking with Mandy Lee, who is a senior membership manager, about October National Arts and Humanities Month. Mandy? Hello, my name is Mandy Lee, and I am with Americans for the Arts, and I'm really excited to be here chatting today a little bit about National Arts and Humanities Month, which is in October, and we're really excited about a lot of the programming that people are doing across the country to celebrate the arts. Mandy, I I know you just said October is National Arts and Humanities Month. What does that mean? What is it? Yeah, National Arts and Humanities Month was actually established around 30 years ago by Americans for the Arts as a month-long celebration of arts and culture in America. It's all about getting people involved at the community level to showcase the art that they're doing in their homes, in their neighborhoods, in their communities, and to really remind people that the arts are a national asset. They're not a luxury. They're something that we need to have in our lives all the time, and they they really do exist everywhere. And it's a good opportunity during National Arts and Humanities Month to help change public perception and promote the idea that the arts and humanities are really critical in individual well-being and addressing trauma and connecting cultures, highlighting inequities and making our communities stronger, making them better places to live. They're not just something that are fun to have on the side. The arts are really important. So we love taking the time in October to meditate on that and to celebrate everything that the arts bring to our lives. Mandy, as you know, October is also National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we have scheduled Mary Grace, who is the leader of our local Mesquite Cancer Help Center. Talk how creativity and art allows others to maintain hope that there is sunshine after a serious diagnosis. That's so true. I mean, I know from my own personal experience and from seeing the experience of others that art can be such an incredible outlet during times that are difficult, whether they be health or financial or what have you. But art therapy is also such a huge part of healing. There are some really great resources across the country and some great studies that have been done about how participating in art and creative outlets can actually help the healing process and that connection between brain and body and and mental health all coming together. So I think that's really exciting. And I, I certainly hope that uh, she is doing well and that 
that this is something that can help other people too in their journey. Yeah, she's she's just a ball of fire, and and that little organization up there does such good for folks. How can people participate this month? One of the initiatives that I'm really excited about is the 31 day Instagram challenge, and we do this every year. And how it works is we have a theme every day, and we post it on our Instagram along with the hashtag hashtag Show Your Art 2022, and we encourage people to just show us what you're doing that has to do with that art. I believe the first day is music. We love to see people singing or playing instruments or using music therapy. And there are different themes every day that you can celebrate and show what you're doing and how you incorporate art into your daily life. That's one of the most fun and most interactive ones. We also, for the first time this year, are doing a poster competition. All of the entries are already in and actually starting on September 15th is going to be the voting period. We had 75 submissions of these incredible poster designs. We have some judges that are gonna help narrow it down to 10 of them, which will, starting today, be live on the American Through the Arts website, and you can vote for your favorite. Then the winner will be featured throughout the month of October as sort of the official National Arts and Humanities Month poster. Really excited me about this project was it's an opportunity for me to help artists get in touch with local arts agencies in their community and do a little bit of matchmaking. What I'm doing on the back end is I'm reaching out to every artist who submitted and finding a local or state or regional arts agency that is a good fit for them and hoping to get them in touch with services in their area. And I'm also encouraging these local and state and regional arts agencies to showcase the that the artists have created. We have the one that we'll be using that people have voted on, but we have 75 submissions from people across the country. So I'm hoping to see all of those poster designs perhaps shared throughout the month and have everyone's art elevated. That's a really exciting thing that we've done. And a great way you can get involved is by voting for your favorite. Another thing that you can do is ask for a local government proclamation. Your mayor, your city council, or even your governor can officially declare National Arts and Humanities Month. And we have some sample proclamations on our website and Americans for the Arts. So you really just have to fill in a couple blanks and then you can submit it to your local officials and help get the word out at that local and state level, which is pretty exciting. And we also have some press tips for you. So if you're interested in writing an op-ed for your local paper or to try to get some attention for some virtual or in-person events happening in our community, we actually have a press release template on our website as well as a detailed how-to to write an op-ed if you wanna to write to your editor and write about the arts that are happening in your community or how arts are helping to help heal people or if there's a tie-in for something else that's going on in your life, we really encourage you to do that. And we've got some, some steps that can make that easier. Those are all of the initiatives that we have going on at Americans for the Arts, but I certainly encourage anyone to just take this time to celebrate arts in your community. Go see someone performing music or, or a play or dance or do your own creative artistic things. Maybe go to a gallery, paint a picture, sing a song, anything that you do that is expressing creativity and showing your community the importance of art. That's what National Arts and Humanities Month is all about. I think it's fun too that it, it happens around one of my favorite holidays, which is Halloween, you know, creating costumes, designing things. That's a way to establish creativity too. It doesn't have to be sort of traditional things that people think of as arts of music, dance, theater, 
writings, there are so many ways you can express creativity. You can express creativity by drawing on the sidewalk. You can express creativity by making up songs when you're doing chores around the house. You can express creativity by how you dress or crafts that you do or so many different things. I guess I also want to encourage people to expand their perception of what arts and humanities are in their lives and find a way to honor them. Humanities are something that at Americans for the Arts, we don't focus on quite as much, but that's an exciting thing that we're celebrating this month too. Things like literature, poetry, law, and politics are are a part of the humanities as well. So there are so many aspects that involve creativity and creative thinking that we want to elevate in this time. Uh, That's fantastic. And I learn more every day since I've been involved in our local art gallery that art and especially creativity is around everywhere, every day, all the time. It's so true. And I think that something that I really learned during the pandemic is even being stuck in my home. And as someone who I'm an arts professional and I'm a professional actor, I've been participating in artistic things since I was three years old. But I sometimes, even I take those things for granted, but I look around my living room and I see the art that I have hanging on the walls or photography that I have. I see my husband and I love board games. There's so much creativity and artistry that goes into board games or video games or what you're watching on TV or when you turn on the radio. It really is all around us. And I think about how sort of dreary and dull our world would be without the the color and vibrancy that arts bring to our lives. And it's just a great time to remember that and to remember that the arts are not just something that are for the, the rich people or the elite people or educated people. Arts are for everyone, and they are truly embedded in our culture, and it's what makes a culture great. It's how we celebrate diversity. It's how we celebrate individuality. It's how we celebrate really life. I just, I, I love all the vibrancy that arts and humanities bring to our lives. And I'm always excited about an opportunity to remind people to take a breath and to pause and see where that creativity lives in their lives. Words of wisdom, Bandy. It certainly helps to take a breath, breathe in that fresh air, and look around you because there's art everywhere. Absolutely. There could be art in your gardening. There could be art in your athleticism. I think there's so many different things that people might not think traditionally as art that art can live in. But it's but it is a great way. I know I like to keep my hands busy. Having something like doodling or knitting, crocheting, those little things, they're a manifestation of creativity and art as well. You brought that up of, of things that you see on the walls. It's another thing that I, I sometimes forget about the artistry and architecture. I mean everything that's built around us has um, obviously a lot of like math and, and physics and a lot of concrete things that are embedded into it, but there's also a lot of spirit and a lot of artistry in buildings and city planning and parks. Just just a good reminder of finding art everywhere. Maybe this is a new idea I've just had, but it might be something to do this month of to write down places where you see art that you didn't expect it. And maybe it's very overt art, like public art installations or music on the radio, but maybe it's something that you didn't necessarily see as art before. I think that might be a fun challenge. I'm, I'm going to take on that challenge myself this month of, or in the month of October, but every month, but especially in October, trying to find where is art hidden where I didn't see it before. Throwing down a challenge. Thank you, Pandy. Doing what I can. You mentioned architecture. Our 
past president, Chris, sent me a note the other day, and there's a new gentleman who has joined the gallery. He's an architect, and he wants to speak about architecture, the first art. I, I, th I think that'll be an interesting and a little thinking out of the box podcast. Absolutely. What an interesting idea of architecture being the first art. I always tend to think of storytelling as perhaps the first art because there's so much artistry and communication and how we tell stories. But I, I will certainly stay tuned for that episode to hear his argument and his thoughts on art and architecture and being a, a primary source of art in our world. Mandy, what's inspired you this week? I have to say, and this is going to sound a little cheesy, but it's my husband. My husband is a high school drama teacher. What has inspired me this week is I've been volunteering to help them work on their school play. And there's something about the excitement of youth and the excitement of, of these kids who now they've been back in school. This is their second year back in after the pandemic. They have so much energy and excitement that was pent up during those years when they were quarantined. And they're so happy to be back in the classroom and working together and collaborating and learning new things. And they're just sponges soaking up everything around them. And that's really inspiring to me. I think Sometimes it's easy as someone who's a professional to sometimes get down and to feel like what we're doing doesn't matter or feeling like it's not making an impact. But I see these kids and I see what they're working on and how they're learning things and incorporating them and how it's changing their daily lives. That is really inspiring to me. Yeah, inspiring to you as the spouse of the teacher, but think how excited your husband must be. Oh, it's amazing. He texted me yesterday morning. He had been having a little bit of a rough morning, but he texted me after his first class and he said, that amazing feeling when the bell rings and all the kids go, oh man, <laughs> and they don't want to leave the classroom because they're so excited about what they're working on in theater class. And that just brightened my whole day. And I know it brightened his day as well. Hearing that of like, Something that the kids are so excited about, they don't want to leave when the bell rings. That must be a good class. That That's a good day. Well, fantastic. Mandy, one more time, National Arts and Humanities Month. Yes, National Arts and Humanities Month. You can find out everything you need to know at americansforthearts.org. We really look forward to having you participate. You can also follow us on our social medias, on Instagram, on Facebook. And we'll have lots of things going out into the world over the next few weeks about how to participate. We want to see you in the Instagram challenge. Vote for your favorite poster and share out into your sphere of influence what art means to you. I appreciate the opportunity to be on this podcast and to chat with you today for a number of reasons. One of them being that the work that local arts agencies are doing in communities, like what you are doing in Virgin Valley, is so important. And it's the direct access to artists and it's the direct access to communities. And what a great and exciting way to get in people's ear when they're in their car or they're doing laundry with a podcast and getting to share what's going on in your area. Thank you so much for having me today. And thank you for getting the word out about art in your community. Thank you, Mandy, for that exciting information. We would urge everyone nationally to get involved in the arts in October, like Mandy says. Participate in the National Arts and Humanities Month Instagram Challenge. Locally, Mayor Libman will be issuing a proclamation naming October National Arts and Humanities Month. The Virgin Valley Artists Association has an exciting exhibition going. It's all an illusion. On the 21st, we have the Witches Ball. Wherever you're at, join in, remember the arts, have fun, do something creative. Thank you, this is Steve for The Art Box. 
Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, visit us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com.